Hey everybody, welcome to the Table Podcast from Cross Connection Church. I'm Luke. Pastor Crane. Clarence Crane. I'm today, I'm Lene. Lene today. <laughs> Lene today. How you guys doing? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Good talk. I'm, I'm well. I actually thought you was asking the audience. I was, just, I was kind of waiting for a reply. They can't answer. I was waiting for a reply. The, the, anyone? No. Anyone? Very rude. How are you, Lene? I'm good. I'm good. good. How's a good day at work? Yeah. Uh, are you richer today? Richer? Yeah. I'm rich in the board. Did you get your uh, stimulus check? No. I got mine. You did? I got mine today, yeah. How did you get here so quickly? Maybe because we, because thanks to Kim, we filed our taxes like as soon as we both got our, our W-2s. Yeah. Um, she was like, we're filing right now. Normally with me, I would wait till like April to file. Oh my gosh, I'd never wait that No, but she, because uh, well, I never get anything back, but with uh, her being a student, we actually got some stuff back this yeah. time. But um, yeah, so we, we filed like immediately, so maybe yeah. that's why. Well, I used to get a lot more back and then my kids got older and now they're no good yeah, to They're less dependents. But yeah, so Once I was. turned seventeen. Nothing. I was walking around like, <laughs> acting like I was better than everyone at work today, even though like most of them had gotten it too, and I was like, no, I don't talk to poor people. <laughs> <laughs> I have not gotten it, and I'm kind of worried because I go through H and R Block, so and it goes onto like a little card. Yeah. So, will it go onto the card, or are they going to send me like a physical check? I don't know how that works. Is it the same card you use like every? Mm-hmm. So it's the same. So then it should be the um. It should download to that card. Well, Can I you check the, the balance? Card. Oh, did you? And it said zero. Hmm. Well, I don't and know. And then it said your available balance, zero. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, mm, sad. It's not there. <laughs> well, you, not did there. you guys get it? Yes, we did. Nice. You got uh, it too? Yeah, yeah, and I was surprised because Merritt actually admitted it. <laughs> she didn't hide it. <laughs> she, she told me. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm not telling my kids. Kim woke me up at like 5 o'clock this morning and tell me. Because she had woken up to use the bathroom or something like that. And I was like, oh, thanks for waking me up for that. I got to be up in like an hour. <laughs> so. I hate that. I woke up the other day. I get up at 5, but I woke up at 3.55. Mm-hmm. And I was like, That's really? Nice. As mean, long, to me, as long as it's... one more hour, I wanted that hour. As long as it's at least an hour and a half before I have to wake up because that's like how long the sleep cycle is yeah. so as long as I have at least an hour and a half so to sleep try to go back. but if it's like 30 minutes I try to like I just lay in bed and don't yeah. go back to sleep because you're really not supposed to yeah I just got up he I got up I, <laughs> <laughs> I was telling someone the other day I, I can make a song out of anything anything or I revert to a song that I know either that or like a movie quote yes or like a, like a show quote or something like that yeah. yeah all the time yeah same pastor what are you doing over there I am trying to get this to share to our church page. And you I had so it. much trouble with that last week. How do you not remember how to do it? I just don't remember how to do it. Wait, go back up. Oh, okay. I thought I, thought I saw Lene not in the shot. Gonna... I'm not in it. No, you're definitely in it. We're so much further than we were last time. I don't. I put it back some. Do you want it up more? Uh, For sound, maybe? No, as long as everyone can hear us. I don't think it matters. Oh, let us know if you can't hear us. Paber's looking in the comments. Let me see how Let I me look. see if I, I think I got it now, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm, I'm technologically... Uh, so this is why maybe next week we'll stream from Cross <laughs> Connection. <laughs> that part. Yeah. So, how's it going, guys? <laughs> <laughs> We've kinda, already said how we're going. Yeah, it's Pastor yeah. who has not mentioned anything. I'm doing well. He's oh, struggling okay. with... <laughs> Let's see if that works. And maybe next week we can have him record the podcast, stream it live, so you can share it, because mm-hmm. you can probably figure it out a lot better than he can. I don't know. Yeah, no. 
All right. Holy well. Spirit moment. Holy Spirit. All right. Well, I guess let's just uh, get started. Anybody say they can't hear us? No. No. I would just okay. watch the stream from your phone then. Oh, thank while, you. While you're uh, no, I'm saying like since no, no, other yeah, yeah. phones are. I agree. Since I have no idea what I'm doing. No, just go to the the podcast and or go to the that Facebook page and watch the stream. I'm sure everybody appreciates our conversation about. <laughs> well, you did it last week. I don't know why you can't figure it out. I don't know. I did it from my iPad last week. Maybe that's. I don't and know. then you just share it. Right. All right. It, but it, it I, cross connections not an option. Oh, you oh no! Search. Right here. Let me see. <laughs> this I is showed, great. I showed this Kenny is great how to content. do this. This is this is one for this is what everybody tunes in for. So see this little thing right here. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah, close that. That little thing. You want cross connection, not oh, Clarence okay. Crane. And then now you can like it and then share it. Oh, I was on my page. Is the reason. All right, everybody, welcome to the Facebook tutorial <laughs> podcast. My name is Luke. <laughs> and that is how. Well, thank you. That is how you do it. Good. I saw myself. Hey, Brandy. So Easter Sunday, guys. <laughs> I'll tell you what I was disappointed in. Okay. No dressing up for Easter. Oh, I thought I was gonna say Easter eggs, dude. Oh, I could, no, no, I, I could not dress up. Like, I, you had I a was, shirt on. Yeah, I was wearing with your too shorts, much. I saw that. Yeah, yeah, I was like very northeastern, like preppy. <laughs> yeah, going, you were very preppy. preppy. I was sweating up there with with a long sleeve shirt mm -hmm. and shorts. It was because. I mean, I sweat anyway. Like, if you notice me on Sundays, like, in an air-conditioned room, I'm sweating. Yeah. And so outside, after, like, moving all the equipment, I was sweating, like, even more than... Mm -hmm. So there was no dressing up for me. Yeah. I just... Me and my kids always do the... We don't dress exactly alike, but we do the color coordination like yeah. thing. And so this year, it was kind of, kind of sad. Everyone we did, did their own thing. We, we had a picture, and we took it in the car. <laughs> like a selfie? Like a selfie in the car. I, I saw that. I Happy think. Easter. You, you, I think you posted it. Yeah, yeah but yeah. usually we have like, you know, standing out in like the woods or something yeah. and cute. And oh, I hate a pictures. A new dress. I Tiffany said she dressed dress. up. She did dress up. I did I, see her. I hate cute. taking pictures so much. What? I loathe it. And the main reason is because I'm the least photogenic person in the world. Like, I think I look normal, but when I, when I look, look at photos of me, I'm like, like, or like, it's like a bad angle. I take terrible photos. Have you tried to like work on it though? Because <laughs> no, exactly. <laughs> I mean, I, I've like, every female knows exactly how to hold. I've looked at my smile in the mirror the and get like my smile right, but not like that. Right, I mean, like check out my angles and stuff like that. And you can't really do that when you're like taking a family photo. Well, that's why they have delete. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I, I just, we take like 50 pictures. Oh, see, that's what... And then we pick the best one out of I slowly die after every picture. Like, my mom will get us all together. Isaiah's like that. And like, like four, okay, let's get now, now one with just the kids. Okay, now one with just the boys. And I just, I feel my soul just evaporating after each different setting of people. Isaiah's like that. This is what he does when he takes the... He has the longest arm, so he took it this past Sunday. He takes the picture, and he's smiling, and then he's like... Okay, are we done? I'm like, take a couple more. And then he's like, and then he stops. And I'm like, son, like, thank you for at least smiling. Honestly, legitimately, that's why sometimes I don't dress up on Sundays because I know if, like, we, if we're all dressed up, my mom's going to make us take photos together. You're like, oh, we all look cute. Let's take a picture. Thankfully, my wife is kind of the same as me. She doesn't like him either. So right. she can kind of back me up a little bit. But if you don't have pictures, like, how do you know that it actually happened? Because <laughs> I was there. 
Oh, there's memories. That's okay. that's merits though, and she doesn't want a photo without people in it. So right. like, if you go to the mountains or something, I like these pictures of the mountains. You know, mm-hmm. she she don't want that. She wants a person in the picture. Yeah, Tatiana's like that. She loves like landscape mm-hmm. pictures mm-hmm. and stuff. And I'm like, my mom will take a a picture of a deer, yeah. and I'm like. Yeah. It's just a deer. Yeah. Like, why are we yeah. taking a picture of a deer? I'd rather like have the memory than like have the memory of like taking the photo of it. Because uh, the photo is like gonna, ne- the photo is never gonna look as good as like yeah. standing there and looking at it and soaking in the memory. I don't know. At Universal, I took a picture with Captain America and. Oh yeah. Kind of <laughs> glad I have that picture. I mean, f- moment photos like where you're taking it for social media oh, is a little different. Okay. I think. Brandy says she dressed up. She put on her extra fluffy robe. Nice, <laughs> nice. Good job, Brandy. Her, her dress robe. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I thought about coming in like shorts and a t-shirt, but I did at least put on like jeans and a shirt. Right. And... So, what did you guys think right. about it? Other than the uh, dressing part, how did you guys feel about service? I loved it. I yeah. loved it. Me too. Yeah, I was. It was. It was really good. It was. Good to see the number of people that showed mm-hmm. up. A couple of the reports that we had were really good. So I, I thought it was a really good Sunday. Yeah, I thought it was good, too. And I thought it was good, not just for, for like, <clears throat> a lot of times with this, everything that's going on recently, we have, well, it was good for, like, the live setup. It was good. Like, I thought it was just, like, as compared to any other service, mm-hmm. I thought it was really good. And I even remarked to my dad, to Pastor, that um, I would love to do it again. Like, yeah. Even like after yeah. quarantine, obviously probably during the winter right. and not a bunch of times a year, but I would love to do something like that again. Just like out, outside. Outside and like, it's like a spectacle kind yeah. of, you know? Yeah, I think when he mentioned it probably wasn't opportune uh-huh. because we're dragging all the equipment back in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but but I, 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 I thought it was a good idea and I do think it's a good idea. I had several yeah. other people say, of course, the thing is, and, and I don't mean this any other way than what it is, all the people suggesting that we do it Move not one piece of equipment, yeah. uh-huh. you know, so so it's it, it's a little bit different for all those that have to right. And and as Luke said, we had or somebody said uh, maybe it was Tyler. I don't remember. We had almost insurmountable. Uh, pro- yeah, t- Tyler said it on Monday night. We had some almost insurmountable problems uh, just getting that that equipment outside. Oh really? And, getting it working, not yeah. even getting outside. Like like we blew a couple of imps. And oh like we had to like scrounge and like take pieces from everywhere else just to get everything to work. Well, it didn't look like that. Yeah. I mean, it, it it came off. Flawless. It's like the thing like where like your your like your family's falling apart and then you like pull up to the church and <laughs> that's like, why you picture. take pictures. That's <laughs> why you take pictures because you can make right. it look a lot better yeah. than yeah. it really was. Because again, nobody knows Isaiah well except everybody who's listening. But uh, that he's right. miserable and. Uh, and frowns every time. Mm. But it's like how many times she's like, you just got done screaming at your kids, like, yeah, and then like you open the door and hey, everybody, welcome to Sunday service. That's okay. We were out here in the service, <laughs> and Elijah is like doing his yo-yo during worship, and I'm yeah, like, I saw him. I'm like, can we just can we just stop yo-yoing just for a little bit, like for five more minutes, please? I'll tell you what it had the the air to me of it had the air of like a festival. Yeah. Like being at like a festival, like obviously like a worship or a Christian festival, but it had mm-hmm. that sort of air because everyone's like hanging out, almost like they could have been like tailgating and yeah. like cooking grilling burgers, yeah. but like uh, it had a, a festival air to yeah. me. It was really it cool. It was great. It was yeah. great. And it I was, felt the Lord too. Yeah, yeah. for sure. It, it was really cool to me to see people uh, on a uh, unreservedly worshiping too mm-hmm. so like uh crystal and kevin were out by the road and they were just right out there worshiping yeah, you know yeah. all, right next to the road 
confirming what everybody already thinks about all this. <laughs> no, seriously, just really worshiping the Lord. And I saw and Vance and Lisa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw her. And Carrie on top of her on top Carrie of her was on top of the van. I saw people, like, because of my perspective, I was always at the front looking out. I saw people, like, stopping and, like, slowing yes. down and listening. And, like, yeah, there, was, yeah. there was a couple vehicles that when they were, that, uh, the road that goes parallel with the mm-hmm. church, uh, church office were stopped for, like, a few minutes, yeah. like, a couple sitting times. there yeah. and listening, yeah. which is really awesome. I thought so, too. You could tell people were slowing down to mm-hmm. check See it out. See what was going on. Yeah. yeah. And then the really neat thing, too, is is we had a, a large number on our um, on our stream, too, mm-hmm. yeah. even though a majority of people were here. So And it was really cool that we were able to do it because people like, like Brandy and their family that mm-hmm. lives out in Wyoming mm-hmm. and... Um, other people that that uh, watch it, so it's 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 really good to have. And to, to me, one of the most powerful things, and I actually mentioned this on the thing Saturday night that Kim and I did, is that you know it's it's one thing to be defiant and say, well, we're not going to listen to the laws of man, we're going to do what we want. Mm-hmm. But we said, you know what, we're going to be respectful right. of authority. We're going to be respectful of of people in the community. But that's mm-hmm. not going to stop us from worshiping. That's not going to stop us from gathering and praising right. the name of the Lord. And right. to me. That was the most powerful thing of all of it is that we were making a statement that yes we're gonna be we're gonna be respectful right. but we're still gonna be us yeah. no matter what. I think Pastor even said that in the um, sermon where he said, um, you know, like respecting the law, but at the same time we're we're not gonna stop lifting up the name of Jesus right. and yeah. so. And, and at this point in all of this, we're able to do both of those things, yeah. you mm-hmm. know, and that's you know hopefully and hopefully you know my hope is. Um, that it remains that way, that yeah. we're able to continue to uh, to do that. You know, there's been some some alarming um, reports throughout the, the country. You don't always know all the details on all those, you know, so it's a little bit hard to comment on it. However, as I said, it's it's good to know that at least right now we're able to, mm-hmm. to accomplish both mm-hmm. of those things. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead, Luke. Let it breathe. Let it let it breathe. Well, how do you guys normally feel about like coming to an Easter? I always think of services like Easter and Christmas Day as like special services anyway. Mm-hmm. So, what do you guys like usually come expecting on an Easter Sunday? You expect it to be like a okay, it's Easter, so this is going to be like a salvation service. This is right. going to be like where we're trying to put on our best face for everybody, right. worship and in a sermon wise. How, how do you guys usually approach like a Easter Sunday? Go ahead. No, go ahead. Uh, well, for me, it's it's a little bit of all those things that you just said. I, I do feel like that we have the greatest opportunity to have people in the building that are not uh, believers. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's important. But it's also an opportunity for the people of, the, of God to celebrate the resurrection. And I think it's important to focus on that. So for me, you know, I, I've kind of shifted my thinking on this this idea of, and, and probably it, there's a lot of voices out there that would think differently than this, but Merritt and I have talked about this quite a bit. I really feel like that sometimes we put too much emphasis on, okay, we're going to have a bunch of unbelievers, or we're going to have a good number of unbelievers here today, mm-hmm. so we need to preach an unbeliever message. Mm-hmm. Well, really, it's not the message that does it so much as, as the Spirit of God. Right. If the, the, the Bible talks about the Spirit drawing people mm-hmm. to, to, the, to, to Christ, and so that's what's really important to have. So I think that you could have a you 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 can have church services where the spirit of God is just present and the word of God is being preached, and it's not specifically a salvation message. And and you see people 
celebrating Jesus Christ. You see people worshiping the Lord and all those kinds of things. And it's really the spirit that draws them. And there may not even be a specific message about that, but there's something drawing about yeah. that that a person can get can, can want to become a believer yeah, in, sure. in those uh, circumstances. Well, I, I will say that Easter is special for me because I started coming to this church at Easter time. That's true. That's the right. first Sunday I ever came was the Easter Sunday. And I did not get saved Easter Sunday. I wish I would have just so I could be like, yeah, I got saved on Easter and yeah. it would be great. Yeah. It was actually the following Sunday. Mm -hmm. And it was during worship because the spirit was drawing, That's you awesome. know, drawing me. And so I ended up um, being at the altar before like worship was even over. That's cool. Somebody just next to me, like, because I, I was just boohoo crying. And um, somebody get up there. They were like, "Do you need to go up front?" And I was like, "I don't know what that means, <laughs> <laughs> but okay, yeah, <laughs> probably, maybe, maybe. Yeah. I don't know." And you know, for me, that, that almost illustrates what I'm what I'm talking about. Sometimes we get so we get so um, concerned with like we don't want to use too much uh, terminology that people mm -hmm. don't understand. And, and I, I agree with that to a certain degree. We can right. definitely have a lot of Christianese that gets mm -hmm. overboard and that kind of thing. But once again, it's not the use of or the lack of right. that use of Christianese that gets people saved. It's the presence of the yep. Lord. A person can't get saved without the Spirit of God that's drawing right. them. That's right. And, and so for me, that's what you really want available or present in the service is the Spirit of God moving and touching people. And, and He'll do the work. Yeah. 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 And He did for me. Yeah, for sure. And that's why it's so important to cultivate that throughout the year, not just like... We're getting ready for a revival, or we're getting ready for Easter Sunday. So mm -hmm. let's let's pray for the services now, like for year round, to be cultivating yes. that spirit and to be cultivating that culture of, you know, we're going to have God's presence yep. impacting us every Sunday. What, however, He wants to this week, however, whoever yep. He wants to impact this week, yep. we're going to cultivate that in our amongst ourselves and amongst our groups and amongst yeah. the church as a whole. Yeah, yeah. So. that's why I love pre-service prayer because it's like we want the presence regardless of if, you know if it's Easter, Christmas. I just want him here. Yeah. I just want him to show up because yeah. things like that happen. Mm -hmm. Souls are at stake or they just need free. You know, there's Christians who need freedom. So, you yeah, know, for sure. So his yeah. presence is everything. Yeah. I, and I think that's it. I, I, I feel like the, 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 the presence of the Lord cannot be overemphasized. Right. Uh, I, I'm not I, by that. I'm not saying I think a lot of times when people hear that, they 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 may get a unfortunately and almost to me ironically get a little uh, nervous when you talk mm -hmm. like that because what they think of is you're saying manifestations right. you're you're looking for some sort right. of manifestation whatever that may be but the presence of the Lord is what makes the difference and right. and I mean in everything right. I mean it's even in reading your Bible mm -hmm. it, it, the 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 religious leaders of that day knew, uh, in Jesus' day knew the Bible backwards yep. and forward, but they didn't. the Spirit of God had not yeah. led them to understand right. the Word of God. Mm -hmm. And so the Spirit of God, the presence of the Lord is, is absolutely uh, necessary in yeah. everything that we do. The, the Word in His presence, um, I, I was praying with someone just like a couple months ago, and, and I said, like, the presence, which was so the Holy Spirit, because I did mm -hmm. not come up with that. But the presence and the word have to marry each other. Yeah. So, I mean, just that union of presence and word, it cre I mean, that's when real revelation comes. Oh, yeah, for yeah. sure. Because I can read a scripture, but then when his presence is there and right. then reveals it through the Holy Spirit. Absolutely. I mean, it's 
it, it gets deep into yeah. the heart. That's when it goes into the heart for yeah. me. I've heard it said like this before. Revelation without the word is fanaticism. Mm. And the word without the Holy Spirit revelation is formalism. Right. And both of those are terrible. Right. Which is how cults start. Oh, you yeah, know, because sure. it's like... There's Either no, one of those paths, yes, formalism or fanaticism. Exactly, right? exactly. Yeah, and I think probably for... for a, a, I said cults, like like a... Like the Indianapolis like a, cults? Yes. Cult. Cults. Cult. Sorry. Cult. <laughs> cult. Cult. Yeah. I like how y'all just let it go, but... I honestly didn't hear it. I'm okay. used to... I felt it when I said it. I was like, that was so, so cult. <laughs> so should we talk about the sermon? Well... <laughs> I'm willing. It was definitely a, a unique sermon. It was not, it was not a... Um, traditional salvation message you know mm-hmm. it was more uplifting for the church than it was for mm-hmm. i feel like at least for, yeah. than it was for um for uh, non-believers not like always like, like you said non-believers getting couldn't get touched by it. but the first thing that you kind of talked about was uh, signals of change mm-hmm. you talked about how um you know both in 9-11 and what's going on here mm-hmm. now that Obviously, the times are changed right now, but after after um, after it's over, things are going to be different. You know, it may, for life as a whole may go back to how it was before for most for most things. But there will be sorry, st- my mind just went. I was like, yeah, people are going to actually have better hygiene. <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe we'll <laughs> wash their hands. Hopefully, we'll have better hygiene after. But, this. but things may you know there may you may see less handshaking, right. all stuff like that. So there's, there's signs of, signs of changing, and you kind of related that to um, the first things that Jesus did whenever he mm-hmm. uh, he resurrected. So do you want to talk about sort of how that idea came to you, or well, or I, actually, I was um, I, I several weeks ago I. Obviously knew it was going to be Resurrection Sunday, and I wasn't exactly sure where I was going to go with it. But um, I, I was reading Matthew, because I'm reading through the Gospels again, and whatever week I was on Matthew 28, it was on a Saturday because Matthew 28 is the last chapter in, in, in Matthew, and I was reading that. And when I read that, that, that section right there, that verse 1 through 10 or 12, whatever it was that, that it is, uh, um, the light just came on yeah. that this this was for this year and uh especially those three things that i saw jesus say the first because obviously it's red letter you know in my in my bible so it's rejoice don't be afraid and tell my disciples to go before me into galilee and then they will see me mm-hmm. and and um so those three things just lit, leaped out at me you know and then as I was reading through the text a few times, it, it came to me, uh, a, a couple with reading some stuff and some commentaries and what have you, that there was the, um, the, you know, the, the, the women were the very first ones to, to, to see Jesus. Well, let's, let's, talk, let's talk about that, Lene. <laughs> how, 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 as a woman, when you see stuff like that, that it being this groundbreaking thing that yeah. Jesus is appearing to women in that time. Yeah. Seeing how I am the first female board member here at Cross The first one. I voted against it, but... I know you did. <laughs> no, I voted kidding. against it. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But um, when he pointed that out, so I never thought about that it was the women first, you know, mm-hmm. that type of thing. But um, that's exciting to me. I don't really have a lot to say about it, but mm-hmm. I'm just saying, like, that's... The signal, for me, it's signal change. Well, that in, in that community, yeah. mm-hmm. that's... 
like you said, it's not okay for them to like be in charge or mm. or to say like this is what he said to do, right. so let's go do it, and right. then to listen. Right. I always love how honest the Bible is about like how culture was mm-hmm. and how people were. That mm-hmm. even these people that God were leading, and all the time he would just acquiesce, like okay, fine, I'll give you a king, and finally, like, right. and I'll. You know, if fine, you can have servants, and this is how you need to treat them, and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And it's so honest with how, you know, even though God never changes, that um, He allows humanity to grow and become more civilized mm-hmm. and become better. And the, the Bible is just so honest where that's concerned. It doesn't try to sugarcoat humanity's right. dark past and how we did. And, and even though. In the back in those days, women were sort of treated as like second class citizens, mm-hmm. cl- even sometimes as property when they were like traded for, mm-hmm. for, for cattle. It's so funny how, how often you see the the power of women in scripture, even yeah. in the Old Testament. It's like how often you know men could treat them like property, but at the end of the day, women were always in their right. ears and right. like saying, "You know, you need to do this." Right. You know, Je- Jezebel talking. She she wasn't the king, but she was the she was the one with the power. Yeah. You know, yeah. and uh, that's obviously a bad example, <laughs> a, neg- a, ne- a negative Let's talk example. Talk about Esther, maybe or <laughs> right, Ruth, like, yeah. like those women. Maybe? But and, but then and then this Jesus appearing to women, sh- showing just how like 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 you said that it, it, it's not about just the men. It's not just about the Jewish men. It's about it's about everyone. It's about yeah. saving everybody. Yeah. 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 And that's that was you, you know for me one of the I think one of the things that and this kind of goes back to really just me as a minister. I think one of the aspects of my ministry that the Lord uses me in is having grown up in very traditional uh, Pentecostal background, extremely traditional, maybe even some would say legalistic. In fact, some of it I grew up in was definitely legalistic. Mm-hmm. But it, it, without putting that negative connotation on it, just very traditional. One of the things that the Lord, I think, uses me in is bridging that traditional group to what God is doing now. Because mm-hmm. I really believe that God is doing a new thing. And unfortunately, a lot of times people can't see that. Mm-hmm. They, they can't see that God's doing a new thing. When God begins to do something new uh, or in a new way, right. they, they speak negatively about it. The first, the first um, response is to be resistant to mm-hmm. it. And, and to be honest, when I first became a believer, um, that was probably my response too. I was resistant to a lot of things and, and missed out on a lot of things in the first five, 10 years of my, of uh, being a believer. But now I think one of the things that God, and so things like that, drawing that out of scripture, how God was breaking from the past, breaking tradition to, to bring forth the gospel. Uh, that kind of just leaps off the page at yeah. me. Yeah. Well, I mean, good. sorry. I was gonna say change is hard Yeah. You know, for, for sure. Thank goodness, what were you saying? I was going to say, thank goodness the apostles, like, actually listened. Yeah. Listened. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> they could have been yeah, like, sure. shut up, women. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> go, back, go make me a sandwich. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but seriously, ch- change is super difficult. I mean, I don't mm-hmm. think that should be understated how, how, you know, especially as you get older and you get more used to how things are, set in your ways. Yeah. Change is so, it, it takes a truly mature person to, I mean, it's easy. Change is easy when you're young because things are constantly changing. Right. First, you can't feed yourself, and you can feed yourself, and you're constantly getting more freedoms. The world's changing, opening into new experiences. Your your brain's developing, right. so change is a constant thing. But then you find stuff you like, right? And you stick with it. Well, let me let me give yeah, let me give you an example of 
for at least from my perspective, is is you. Um, it definitely has changed, and on kind of the negative side, change isn't always good. Mm-hmm. Right. Change can definitely mm-hmm. be bad, and 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 we shouldn't change just for change's sake, you know. But on the we shouldn't be afraid of change. We right. we need to embrace change. Mm-hmm. So one of the things that I've noticed, and I haven't even mentioned this to anybody, just I've thought about it several different times. World exclusive. Yeah, world exclusive. Right. <laughs> I've, I I can remember the number of people that were just blasting kids for being on their phones, watching videos, <laughs> all that kind of stuff. And now everybody's Everybody. saying, watch videos, watch yeah. videos, watch yeah. videos, because yeah. it's, it's the, really the choice right now, mm-hmm. you know? So I, once again, I think that can be overboard. You can wait, spend way too much time on technology and all that kind of stuff. But it's absolutely the pathway where the church is able to stay connected to people right now. Mm-hmm. It's the pathway that people can stay connected to one another. Uh, I heard somebody say the other day I was in a Zoom meeting. They said I have a, I've never been in so many Zoom meetings in my life right, you know, because right. it's just the platform that people are using. How do you approach it? Because you always, even like ever since I've known you, you always struck me as like kind of an open-minded person and not not very like not not never like Ugh, I love the universe kind of person, but but like definitely not. But like. That. like you strike me as someone that is willing to listen to something yeah. or willing to give something a chance, willing for something to sort of develop. Mm-hmm. I mean, how, you may not be able to quantify it, but if right. you can, how, how, how do I'm you... I'm trying to think how I actually do it. Um, I, I tend to listen to a lot of different things and, and then just kind of um, read the word yeah. and try to figure out where all that fits in, if that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. And, and definitely, I think Holy Spirit is always there to reveal yeah. truth. Yeah. So, um, but I don't know. Like, I don't. You know where? I think I, I'm just open minded and then fight what I want to fight. And I, re- <laughs> I really wasn't like this wasn't a, a question that I answered that I had the answer to. It just right. kind of, this just kind of came to me. I think part of it, just from knowing you, is I think you're a very humble person, oh. and in the sense of you're like, you don't maybe say this out louder, but you you had this this belief that I don't know everything. Right. I'm not an all-knowing person. Right. And, oh, it's so true. And so you, you think, okay, maybe I could be wrong about this. I right. could be, and, and that's that's a yeah. huge thing to have. Yeah. Humility, yeah. I think, is a big part of accepting change and accepting new things is being able to I be humble. I think you're onto something. I think I am humble. I am, I'm actually more humble than <laughs> I, you would believe. I think I'm very humble. A wise man said once said I'm much more humble than you would believe. <laughs> I'm well, let's put that on my bio. Right. Humble. 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 Get it tattooed on you. <laughs> Humble. <laughs> Don't tip me. I want a tattoo so bad right now because we're like locked up and it's like I just want to do something things. To do. <laughs> yeah. It's silly. I'll Go get ahead. one eventually. I'm nervous too though. Yeah, your mom would be nervous She'll for you. She'll cry. I probably won't tell her I'm going to do it. <laughs> so, Is she watching? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> so you kind of mentioned this, and this was kind of the, the bulk. Your sermon actually wasn't that long. I was surprised. After he kept it. Yeah. I mean, the whole service, y'all did keep it within an hour. Yeah. Yeah. Most I, of his talking was. I can do it when I'm under pressure. The first like ten or so minutes of his talking was talking about logistics and everything yeah. that was going on, but his actual sermon was like yeah. thirty minutes, I think. Yeah. So, anyways. So we should probably keep that up. Thirty minutes. No? Have the have the oh keep the sermon. <laughs> And that's what we're expecting yeah. now. You you raise the you, bar. When we come back after this break, y'all plan to be here all day. I know. I'm going to preach for 24 hours. <laughs> so you mentioned this. You kind of took your um. You touched on this and on the points of your sermon. The three things that Jesus said. Mm-hmm. The first things he said uh, to the women. Uh, mm-hmm. What and the first thing he said was rejoice. Right. Was telling to them to rejoice. Mm-hmm. So, 
What do you guys think about that? Rejoice. <laughs> Praise them. <laughs> yeah, the, the thing that kind of caught me, uh, uh, it, one of the things I do when I study, I think probably a lot of ministers do this, is I read it in different versions. And mm-hmm. I, I don't think I mentioned this on Sunday morning. I might have just kind of glanced on or spoke, I mentioned it in passing. But if you read it in all the different versions, almost every one of the versions say it differently. Mm-hmm. And right. in fact, I think it's the New Living Translation doesn't even put it as a quote. It just says he greeted them. And, mm-hmm. um, and I think the King James says, he said, hail, H-A-I-L, hail. <laughs> Uh, to them, and then um, thanks for clarifying. Yeah, and then I think I the NIV may have. <laughs> I think the NIV may have just said he greeted them as well. I can't remember. Uh, so I, that was interesting to me. So I kind of do- dove into that a little bit, and so the word rejoice there was a was a common a, a common greeting, a less common greeting than shalom. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Jesus chose that one, and it means exactly what it says—to have joy, yeah. you know, to be exuberant, you know. And and it just hit me as I was studying that, and it, and and of course, fitting in with the, what's going on in our in our world today right now, is that Jesus said to rejoice, and and things. Other, obviously, he had risen, and that's a mm-hmm. huge thing. Mm-hmm. But everything else had not changed. Right. There was good news, but everything else was still bad news. Right. You know, and and they and were it, still like, um, like hiding from yeah. the Romans. And, yeah, exactly. You know, like yeah. nothing had changed. Right. Yet. In fact, in, in some ways, it was worse because um, even though Jesus had resurrected, the, the reality was they obviously the Jews had exerted power. To have him executed, have him mm-hmm. put to death. So in that sense, they had won that right, war. Right, right, they had won right. that battle, and and so they're down down in mm-hmm. the ninth inning, you know, mm-hmm. so to speak. And and yet Jesus says to them, rejoice. Yeah, so I right. thought that was so. So how how do we do that? Like for someone that's maybe listening, that's going through not just with everything that's going on, but going through their own personal struggle. They're in, in the midst of the battle. How on earth can people rejoice in those moments when you know they're one step away from foreclosure or having their car repossessed and they they're struggling to make ends meet and they're just praying that their bank account stays in the green or that and stimulus check comes yeah, stimulus check comes how how, how how can people because it seems so against nature against so against humanity to to rejoice in those moments so how can we rejoice how, how do we rejoice in those moments what absolutely is against nature yeah. is absolutely mm-hmm. against humanity. And, and that's really the whole point is Jesus is basically saying rejoice and it's good enough. Regardless of everything else, right. it's good enough just knowing I'm alive. Right. It, it, focusing on the fact that Jesus Christ is alive. He is who he says he is. He is the <laughs> King of Kings. He is the Lord of Lords. He is all those things. Yep. And, and so all those other things may be true. Uh, but Jesus is alive. Mm -hmm. And it goes back to one of those concepts that we say from time to time that it's it's a very simple thing. It's not always easy. And that's the reason sometimes people uh, struggle with it because it's, oh, yeah, just say, just concentrate on he's alive. Yeah, right. just that simple. Yeah, it really is. It really is, yeah. I'm not saying it's easy. Right. And, and, and that's because, and we want to make it complicated because if we make it complicated, then it, it makes it, like, it makes more sense mm-hmm. to, that I can have it. But it really is that simple. Yeah. What about you? What do you do in those moments? Um, I totally agree with Pastor. I think it's not normal. It's not natural. Like, our natural yeah. self wants to 
have a pity party and sure. you know that kind of thing. And and legit, I mean, it, it. I mean, those are legit feelings in those situations. Right. I mean, I'm not downplaying that, but um, <clears throat> I was struggling Sunday, and I just decided I was not even going to get out of my car. I mean, I was like battling hard Sunday, but um, I got out and I said, you know what? Regardless of what's happening emotionally right now, he's worthy of praise, yeah, and I'm yeah. going to fix my eyes on him and let the things of this world fade away. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm going to do because, and even if everything fell apart, he's still worthy of right. all of it. Like he's still, he still died on the cross for me, and right. so. He's still worthy of it. And so, that, I think what you said is the important thing, is no matter what's going sure. on in our life, what's, how bad things are, as a Christian, there's always at least one thing to rejoice about. That's right. And that's that he died that's right. to save us. Yep. If you, even if you have nothing else, right. you have, have that, that he died to save us. Mm-hmm. He died to, um, just, even if it was just, it was just me, yeah. he would have died. And, and the good news is it's not... That's not all you actually have to rejoice about right. because he came to give us life and life abundantly. Yeah. So yeah. even though we get to rejoice just right. about Jesus dying right. on the cross, saving me and all that kind of stuff, he actually does want to do more than that and, sure. and give yeah. you that abundant life. So there's actually more to rejoice about. And, and, and especially like with us in America and people and anybody in the first world, you can, you can branch out and be on that. Even though there's just like physical stuff mm-hmm. and the things that you have and the mm-hmm. things, you know, you, we so much focus on the things that we don't have mm-hmm. or what we're missing or what mm-hmm. we're hoping to have that we haven't gotten yet, the, the promise that we haven't gotten right. yet. There's still, there's so many more. I, I would venture to guess most people that are listening to this and, and most people in general, when if they were to, to count their blessings versus what they're missing, their blessings would outweigh mm. Come on, like somebody. infinitely good. amount, you yeah. know? That's Definitely good. as Americans. Yeah. You know? yes. And for me, and, uh, and of course, it's obviously with things like oh, we're not talking about this kind of thing a whole lot right now. But for me, that's one of the greatest values of a mission trip. When, when you go on a mission trip, I, I wish I could make, I've said it before, I wish I could make, <laughs> make everybody yeah. everybody in the church, <laughs> in, in American church, mm-hmm. go to go on a mission trip. Because it definitely changes your perspective. Mm-hmm. When you mm-hmm. see people just... It, it, and I know it's one of the it's one of those things you don't know until you go yourself, right. and, and you can't even imagine it. You know, yeah. Merritt uh, when she went with us to Kenya, you know, she had never been on a mission trip, so she kind of really dove in on mm-hmm. on that, and she was just blown away. She couldn't stop staring at mm-hmm. just the world around mm-hmm. her because it's just so overwhelming yeah. to see, and just the 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 humility of of the yes. believers yes. and what they're willing to do to worship yes. the Lord mm-hmm. and all those kinds of things, and and. And as I was having a conversation with the guy, I, I did a grocery pickup today at Walmart, and uh, I was having a conversation with the guy. Six feet apart. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and it's one of the guys, his name's Michael. I, I talked to him almost, he's one of the guys, that, and he and I got, kind of struck up of just a conversation, you know, we talk, and, uh-huh. and he was talking about how how people are reacting during this time. And he says, of course, he says, you're always good. Of course, he wouldn't say, well, you're a terrible customer. Right, you know? right. But he said, you're so good, you always, you don't get upset about the uh, substitutions and all that kind yeah. of stuff. And, and, I, and I was thinking while he was saying that, I've been in a third world country where you go in a, in a, a store and hope you can get some bread, not, yeah. not the not, specific not kind you want. Not 50 different yeah, exactly. um, options. Yeah. options yeah. 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 Well, I'll tell you, since we brought up missions trip, though, when we went to Africa and, or to Kenya, um, just to, seeing those, well, I know, but I'm saying to be more specific, <laughs> it was Kenya. And to be even more specific, it was Nakuru. Oh, okay. But um, 
seeing those kids at the dump mm-hmm. living at the dump, like that's their home. Yeah. And 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 them just like singing yeah. Jesus loves me, it kinda puts it into perspective when I'm whining and crying about right. yeah. <laughs> you know, emotional things going yeah. on. And then it's like, but they can sit in a dump yeah. and say Jesus loves me. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the I think you said the, the operative word there that we don't often think of mm-hmm. and that's the word perspective. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think so and not not even just with, with rejoicing, but with the thankfulness and right. like happiness and all the things that we think we struggle with. Mm-hmm. And just and, and and even like when we're struggling with like trying to figure stuff out or trying to do stuff or know, know the right way or following God, so much of the time it's from a lack of perspective. Mm-hmm. And the only two ways we can really get that, whether it's perspective, is obviously experience, but, but, but seeking God, right. you know, because God has the perspective of all. And so seeking his, his help in, in all those situations, God, give me the proper perspective right. to, to view this situation the right way, to, to view my problems the right way, to view what I'm going through the right way. Give, and, give me that perspective. And he can show you through spiritual eyes. Yep. He can open up your eyes to that kind of stuff. Yeah, so for sure. And, and it is, in all fairness to us Americans, so it is relative. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. you know those uh, the people that live in those nations like that. That's their life. You right. know, it's all they ever and, knew. Right. right. And so for us, it's a little bit different. You know, you, mm-hmm. you go to Walmart three months ago, and you know they're throwing bread away because they're right. not selling yeah. all that they right. get in one day. And now you go in there and fight with somebody over the one loaf that's there. You know, so right. And, and I think the kind of thing that we're talking about is something that you discuss in a, in a situation like this, not when someone like is going through a battle they're, they're in poverty and like yeah. hey just so you know people in Africa have yeah. it a lot worse right, yeah. you know yeah. that we're, we're definitely not saying don't <laughs> right. do that because that would be that's yeah. not helpful whatsoever yeah because yeah. like even Sunday when I was a little emotional a lot emotional but um, Tiffany was like listen like your feelings are okay like it's okay that yeah. you're feeling that but just you know get you can't it. get well she did she was like <laughs> get over it now no but it's it's just a matter of well we're going to talk about faith too mm-hmm. so yeah. Faith. Faith. Faith is gotta, a big deal. Gotta have it. Gotta. Isn't it always interesting, like, when spiritual beings appear to people in the Bible, the first thing they always say is, do not be afraid. Yeah. yeah. They always... And, you know, with Jesus, it may be different, because it's... I'm sure he looked normal, but I kind of get it with angels, mm. because when you read descriptions of angels in the Bible, and please, I'm not meaning this disrespectfully... Of creatures of God, but they sound like monsters. Yes, yeah. they, they sound, and I bet they look like monsters. Like in Revelations, when it talks about like the um, ones surrounding his, and they like have five different heads and mm-hmm. things like that. You're like, what? The ones like, that have eyes everywhere, <laughs> and it just they, they so it does sound weird. I could imagine like if I was if I was Mary and like an angel appeared to me saying I was going to get pregnant. <laughs> like, well, well, at least at least part of of that is. I mean, I, I'm not so much sure. I, I think Gabriel's probably beautiful no right? I know but they probably no. appear to people like more I know, normal I know. well but the but you have to remember that it was an Old Testament um, belief no I'm not talking about biblical biblically but it was culturally a belief mm-hmm. that if you saw an angel you'd die mm-hmm. uh, so okay. so a lot of times they would say that don't be afraid because yeah. you really ain't gonna die <laughs> you know and uh, and so I think that's that's at least part of it is that they would that huh. they would do it. But but the thing but, but, is, but maybe a creature with five heads appeared to him. Yeah, maybe. But the re- <laughs> but the reality is, I'd be a I think <laughs> I, I do think that part of the message to us is that when when, when God breaches that line between 
the supernatural, the spiritual to the natural, mm-hmm. is he wants that to be more, um, maybe common is not the right word, but he definitely doesn't want, he don't want us to flee from that. He right. wants us to embrace that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, so I think that's one of the reasons that he says, do not be afraid. He doesn't want us to run from that. He wants us to embrace mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I definitely believe that that was a part of the message that the angels were saying to the women there at the tomb. And then, of course, Jesus. I mean, it's not every day that you see somebody that was dead back alive. Right. You know, so it, it's pretty common to say. I would think it would be pretty mm-hmm. apropos to say, for don't sure. be afraid. For right. sure. For sure. We don't, we don't have to spend a lot of time on this because we spent the whole podcast last week talking about fear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But one thing that you said that I actually wrote down was the separation from God causes fear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a great point. That sometimes, the basis of it. Sometimes if you're... You know, if you're struggling with fear, maybe look at your how far away you are from God. You yeah. know, absolutely. And and for me, once again, I think this is so essential: is is we have to be honest with ourselves. It is is I'm not saying we got to get up on a soapbox and declare it to our neighbors or to our fellow believers at church. But when we look in that spiritual mirror, we have mm-hmm. to be honest. Mm-hmm. And and if I am if I am suffering fear, am the Bible says. Perfect love casts out right. all fear. Right. It clearly says that. So if I'm struggling with fear, I have to look at myself in the mirror and say, I've not been perfected in God's love. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I need to strive for that. Now, God doesn't condemn me for that. He doesn't beat me up and say, you sorry thing, you're right. terrible, you're not right. perfected in love. His grace right. is abundant and abounds, and he, he's pulling me back in. But I have to be honest and say, I can't blame it on somebody else. Say, well, if they wouldn't have done this or they wouldn't have said this or if the COVID-19 wouldn't mm-hmm. be around or whatever, I wouldn't be in fear. Yeah. But it's just, it's not being perfected in love. Is there something you struggle with much at all or? Not really. Well, no, because we all have different no, struggles mean, and different things that. My, well, my fear is more, and I think we talked about this last week, is um, just not being in control. Yeah. Like, yeah. I think I get more afraid when I can't be in control. Well, the only reason I'm asking is because for me, like, fear is something that, and even my parents can attest to this, even from, like, a young age, fear was something that, like, I really, really? struggled with. Like, it, it would, like, dominate my mind, wow. dominate my life. Mm-hmm. And for the longest time, even even as an adult, I would struggle with fear so much. And I think what sort of turned the, the tide for me is I realized that you don't get rid of fear with a prayer, it's not, you know, it's it's a battle just like anything mm-hmm. else. And it's something you have to work for. You have to get into the scripture and really see what God talks about with fear and the way he, t- how to deal with fear and everything like that. And, and then really you have to change your mindset on it for so much. Because, you know, the little tricks I would do about saying a prayer, singing a song yeah. would work for a moment. But then when I was like just, just consumed by fear, like mm-hmm. literally consumed by fear mm-hmm. to where like it was all I could think of. You know, little songs wouldn't help, and little things right. wouldn't help, and I had to really have God change my mindset and, and, and really show me that it's something that I have to work. It's a it's a struggle to work for. You know, we, we say it's things are it's simple to just have faith, mm-hmm. but and it, it is simple that that's what you have to have have to do is have faith. But it's such it's such a hard thing to do. It's challenge. It's, it takes so much work, and mm-hmm. I and I'm saying that from experience. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I'm not saying that I'd never deal with fear now, but I it the the person that was you know five years or so ago mm-hmm. dealing with fear versus how I am now. I, I'm like an entirely new creature, and it was from right. just a hard battle of fighting the devil and fighting fear, and it, it took a while. But I mean, it's so much better. Yeah. <laughs> it's so well, simple, but it, it, you know, it, it's so much better. What I just 
really heard when you said that was you allowed him to renew your mind. Mm -hmm. And I think that is so key, not just with fear, but anything that you're struggling with. If you go to the word and you say, like the word, his presence, all of that together, and you say, renew my mind, let me think about fear like you think about fear and Mm -hmm. how I should not fear. And, And then what does the word say about fear? I mean, just letting him renew yeah. your mind. Right. It's repentance. Yes. It's, yeah. it's, it's really repentance. And you had to be honest with that. Yeah. Like, yeah. like what Pastor was saying, you can't just say, oh, no, 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 I don't deal with fear and keep ignoring it. Like, Lord, yeah. I'm struggling with this fear. Yeah. Like, what do we do about mm-hmm. this? We, we, we have so made that word repentance just saying, Lord, I'm sorry for the bad things mm-hmm. I did, which, you know, I always have to add the little disclaimer. It definitely is that mm-hmm. it's, it's turning from the thing, mm-hmm. but it's not just that it's changing the way I think. Yeah. And, and, and repentance is saying fear is not of God. Oh, that's right. And I'm going to stop thinking yeah. in terms and, of And fear. let me just say to anyone that's watching or, or listening to hear to, to this, and because for a long time, I felt like I was alone, like I was a grown man, struggling with, with like fear of simple things, of small right. things, of living home, living alone, right. and being alone, and you know, someone following me right. or something. Like that I, I would just struggle with fear. So if you're out there and you're a grown adult and you think it's you think it's weird that you're dealing with fear, or you think that you're alone dealing with fear, that it's silly, that it's none of it's not silly. Mm-hmm. You're not alone. You know, I, I, I've been there myself, and I, I've dealt with a grown man. You know, yeah. I, I've dealt with myself and all I can say to you is just you know start your battle now start start the work now to to get past that to move 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 beyond that yeah Mm -hmm. the thing is I think every well I'm convinced that everybody on some level in some aspect of their life deals with fear Mm -hmm. and it's just learning to conquer that in whatever aspect of your life your our life is this link of you know this chain and and the enemy is going to attack the weakest link And wherever that weakest link is, is where he's going to try to come. That in. is so true. And, and and fear is just really in that sense the opposite of faith. It's mm-hmm. the opposite of trust. Mm-hmm. When I'm trusting, I don't have I don't mm-hmm. have fear. You know, mm-hmm. and and unfortunately, well, I say unfortunately, one of the challenging things of being a believer is God doesn't always give you something tangible or something concrete to hold on to. Mm-hmm. Your faith is yep. the is the thing that speaks mm-hmm. for you. So, for example. When when I'm when I'm gonna pay my bills and my bank account's full of money, it's easy to have. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. woo! Yeah. Well, yeah. in a sense, that's not faith, right? Exactly, it's not. Mm-hmm. It's not at all. Mm-hmm. But it but it it's definitely not fear either, right. you know. And and but in that moment when I know that God is going to take care of me, whatever that specific situation is, I'm trusting Him regardless mm-hmm. of what I can mm-hmm. see. Then then that's that's faith, yeah. and it replaces yeah. that that fear. So, Lene, you said you wanted to talk about faith. Oh, I, would, I just had this thought today, um, that something that Pastor Merritt told me a long time ago about faith. And because I just had this thing in my head that if I wasn't, because also you talked about um, belief, so help my unbelief, mm-hmm. you know? So I was thinking, like, if I didn't have belief and faith, then I'm doing this all wrong. You know, like just walking out this faith. And Merritt said, Pastor Merritt said, um, no, faith is not that you don't ever feel that fear, Mm -hmm. what we're talking about, or that um, whatever, you know, the situation I was going through. It's not that you don't ever feel it. It's that you get up and you continue on to press towards Jesus. And, And that was like 
So I have been walking in faith this whole time. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even know that just because I kept going forward and not giving into fear or not giving into the unbelief that mm-hmm. I'm actually walking out faith. Yeah, and I was like, point. oh my gosh, that's great. Yeah, I think that's, And it was freeing for me because I'm like, me just getting up, like I, with the emotional stuff going on Sunday, yeah. I could have not gotten up and gone to prayer on Monday mm-hmm. and stayed in yeah. that place. Yeah. But because I got up, and not that prayer was like it, the, the act itself, I'm just saying, I was l- telling the Lord that even though I'm feeling like this, my faith is in you, and I'm yeah. just going to keep kind of pushing towards yeah. you. I think, I think that's a great, great point to know Thanks, that, Pastor that, that, no, the way you said it, that, that no matter how far you get in your Christian, Christian walk, the struggles aren't going to disappear. Right. The challenges to your faith are not, are not going to disappear. I mean, mm-hmm. how long have you been saved for? And you still, you talk about yeah. struggles that you have Since with, 1983. Your, with your faith being attacked, mm-hmm. you know? So it doesn't matter how senior in the church you become or how right. close to God you become. Or a board member. Because cause at the end of the day, or a board member. A humble board member. At the end of the day, <laughs> you're still made of flesh. You're, and your right. flesh is going to fail. Right. That's you know? right. Yeah. Yep. But yeah, you just keep walking through. That. Yeah, and I think I think too that that once again it's one of those things, and, and maybe maybe I misinterpret this, or maybe mis, uh, my perception is in- inaccurate. But but I think sometimes when people hear you start talking about faith on on certain levels, they think you're, they almost feel, feel like you're talking about. Well, they're they're not really talking about faith; they're talking about magic. You know, uh, and, you uh-huh. know, it's like well, you just believe and it'll happen or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, and faith really isn't about those kinds of things. Faith is about trusting God when the evidence says something completely yep. different. Yep. And, and that's, that is, is, is the case. Faith isn't receiving. Faith is believing. You know? right. and, and, and so it's walking with God in the midst of all of that. Yeah. And it is an action. Kenny has, has said that on a couple of different things that I've been on lately. Uh, fear is a feeling. Faith is an action. Yep. And, and, and faith is an action. And I believe that's the reason Jesus called for those disciples to leave Jerusalem and trek up to Galilee. And, 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 and so saying, why can't he just meet us here? Right. You right. Know? right. They had to have an action right. with, with what they said they mm-hmm. believed. I think a good way to look at it is faith, faith is really knowing. You know, it's almost like a sixth sense. You know, like yeah. you can, I can look at this and real, and it's blue because I look at it and know here in our studio, right here in our studio, <laughs> our, our professional studio. I can I can hear a voice, and through that sense, I can know that it's Linnea because I can hear it, and that that lets, lets me to know it. So faith is your sixth sense that well, God made this promise. So through my faith, I know it's going to happen because my my sense of faith right. is allowing me to know mm-hmm. that this thing is real. Yeah. Uh, Brandy said the devil uh, lets it snowball. You have fear, then have fear that your faith is not strong enough, etc. Yeah. And that's that's what happens. That fear just yep. can snowball. Yeah. It picks up momentum in your mm-hmm. life, and you have to you have to stop it where it's yep. at. That's that's a great point. Yep. And that's where faith comes in because, yeah. again, like like well, I hate keep bringing it up, but it was just recent. But um, I could have sat in that, yeah. but yeah. I was like, no, like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's on my side. So. And, and I think that's why God gives us willpower. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if you're out there and you're struggling with, with <clears throat> Lene is obviously more mature and has gone through it. So she, she has the willpower to 
push past when she did mature is not really <laughs> maturer maturer than you used to be okay. you, you have that willpower that. and that knowledge you know like yes this is tough but i can push past mm-hmm. this and it's mm-hmm. going to be better mm-hmm. so if you're out there and you're struggling with that i would say pray for god to give you willpower yeah. give give you the strength to, to push past that i don't you know it's like the, the people who, who exercise and work out like early in the morning, that when the, that alarm goes off, your first feeling is I watch past it. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to do it. I don't. I am, I don't want to do it. But pushing past that initial yeah. of Ugh, I don't want to do it, and getting once you're in the action of it, as uh, like you said, once you were here in the service, right. like it all changed. Yep. It was all different. Yep. So. <laughs> Holy Spirit moment. Yep. <laughs> I, I believe. Well, my water's almost done. So. I know mine too. My my brother-in-law used to uh, always say that uh, if you if you your he sings you know uh, Merritt's brother mm-hmm. say so you're uh, up front singing and you forget the words you just go. <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask you guys this because Kim thinks I'm weird and I think someone well. on the chat the other night <clears throat> thought I was weird. I like like. Not, lukewarm water. Not lukewarm water, but like slightly Tepid. cool, maybe like cool as it comes out from the... Um, yes. Because like super ice cold water like takes away the flavor of water completely yes. and you're just like freezing your teeth and freezing water your tongue. Water has flavor? Yeah, water has flavor. You don't taste it. Like, if you were to taste different bottles of water like Zephyr Hills or Aquafina We are or, Zephyr Hills people, but I agree with you. I, I used to stick in the um, refrigerator all the time and then... Elijah was like, can we keep some out? Because I just want like room temperature water. Well, then we just got lazy and just never put any in the refrigerator again. So I started drinking at room temperature. I'm like, I actually like it better room best. temperature. Especially like in so many situations. So like if like you just got done working a lot or you get hot I just and sweaty. don't know if I'm going to be able to work with you two anymore. After- <laughs> and but then- spiritually, you should not be lukewarm. No, no. But- Praise God. <laughs> But, but your water should also be. also another one is when you're like wake up in the middle of the night and you drink water. Yes. If ice water like wakes you up and yes. you're just like, oh my gosh, ice water. I keep a water bottle next to my bed for those moments. Before so I, I go to bed at night, I fill my tumbler up with ice and fill it up with water. Ugh. And when so I get up in the, middle of the night, in the middle of the night. Oh yeah. Does, does that not wake you up? No, of course my dad. My dad can fall asleep <laughs> like like sitting like this. My dad can fall asleep. Oh so. yeah. So. so. Anyway. Sleeping isn't an issue with me. Well, Lene, I, we can't do the podcast with you anymore since we were rich from stimulus checks. So, us poor people <laughs> have to like continue on. There's a bunch of articles about like if you haven't gotten it, like or how to get it, and make sure you get it. So maybe like with that thing, there's like a specific way. Yeah. You have to do I it. guess I'm gonna have to start drinking the lukewarm water. Aaron said he agrees with you. I'm, I'm assuming that's what he's talking about. Yeah. And Aaron is in great shape. So I'm guess I'm gonna go, a lot. I'm going to have to go with, I guess. And he'll cheat you if you well, disagree with him. <laughs> He's got a gun. He's got a gun. I was going to say, did that also help with your fear? Like knowing you had a gun too? <laughs> no, no, it really didn't. I was going to say. I, I would carry a gun in my car with me and like and that, it wouldn't help yeah, me. It wouldn't, yeah. it wouldn't help the fear. Anyway. Not to go back all spiritual. I know. <laughs> but, that was just a side <laughs> NRA thing. Yeah. I believe in it. I believe I in it. I know. All right. Well. I've got another um, broadcast to get to. Oh, how, yeah. How long from now? At seven, at home with the cranes. What time is it? 6.15. So I have to leave this studio. Our, our professional setup. Our studio. Go to your amateur house. And... Yeah, go to the amateur <laughs> with a big old cow on the wall. Oh, and should we announce that we should look, everyone should look forward to this time every week, Wednesday, yeah. around Wednesday, five, maybe five six sometimes. Five, it just five, depends. Five, but yeah. it's usually Wednesdays. 
And you can expect it to be uploaded to the podcast later that night. So on iTunes. On iTunes, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah. Oh. For Android people, it's Anchor FM. Anchor. Yeah, but who has Android? Oh, listen, I just had a discussion with someone the other day. and I'm not an Android person. I am so an iPhone person. And, and for people who say, like, well, you just never. No, I've had tons of Androids. I just don't like them. Yeah. Uh, now that's where y'all lost Aaron because I'm pretty sure Aaron has an He's Android. Like, oh. So he doesn't know everything. <laughs> 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 All right, guys. Wait, should we pray? Should we, should yeah, we pray? let pastor or you pray. No, I don't want to. We got to take turns. We got to take no. turns. Well, it's right. not my turn. Lord, thank you for today. And as good as you are, we thank you, Lord, for being so good. Yeah. We ask, Lord, that you just minister in our lives, that you speak to us. And um, as we continue through everything that we're going through, Lord, thank you that you're with our people in all of this. And we just ask, God, that you... Uh, minister to us and minister to the people of our church and we just bless your holy name thank you for it in christ's name amen Amen. all right guys see you later Bye.